story's got to end at some point, and that's what I find. I'm getting emotional just thinking about, man. Yeah, Fuck. sorry, sorry, I had to go depression era, but like, no, man, it's okay. That's that's the both uh, the beauty and the the tragedy of stories is like, you kind of have to end it at some point. Like what I said about Tilda Swin's character, I related to. It's like I do a lot more than I thought I would, and the way it ends, it's just like <clears throat> part of me wants to see more of their story, but another yeah. part's just like. Well, that defeats the purpose of their message. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the yeah. Real Talk Podcast. Real Talk. Season 4, Episode 2, baby. Episode 2, Season I'm, 4. I'm excited for this new season, guys. I'm actually more, like, energetic for some reason. Yeah. I You're think it's I think it's the three cups of coffee and ginger ale. What do you think, Joe? Do you want to burp into the mic again? Shut up. <laughs> Buddy's just what? like, all right, are we ready to film? Yeah, just give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why bro. you gotta call me out on like that, man? <laughs> that was funny, dog. Okay, whatever. Uh, if this is your first time watching our videos, yeah, welcome to the Real Talk Podcast. We like to talk about movies. We sure do. Uh, don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, uh, leave a comment down below. Mm-hmm. Share this video with your friends and check out our Instagram and TikTok uh, as well as our Patreon if you'd like to uh, like to support the channel. Hell yeah, man! So, what movie are we talking about today, Nev? We're gonna talk about a film directed by George Miller. George. The George Miller? The Mad Max trilogy. Well, quadrilogy now. Miller. Happy Feet. This guy directed a new film called 3,000 Years of Longing. I like how Josh is just like, go on, man. <laughs> this guy knows how to hype me up. <laughs> like, I'm like, honestly, you're like, wait, he directed Happy Feet? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that? Happy Feet 1 and 2. Dude, <laughs> I recently watched Happy Feet. I was like, this guy knows how to direct movies. I didn't like Happy Feet as a kid. Well, you suck. I don't, <laughs> only because I didn't. I really didn't know what it was about. Dude, Robin Williams as Ramon, the penguin. I watched Surf's Up. Okay, three thousand years of longing. Yeah, so we Let's talked talk about the movie, movie today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was your expectations of this film? Josh? I had no expectations. I uh, oh. you told me about this movie when yeah. we uh, on our on our Zoom call. I sure did. And. It's another one of those. It's another one of those. It's just like everything ever all at once. Yeah, man. He tells me about this movie, and I'm like, I don't watch trailers. I'm going to just go watch it. I'm going to book my ticket. Yeah. Book my ticket. Go to the theater. Mm-hmm. And I walked out a changed man. Good. I walked out. Actually, I kind of cried a little bit. It was, um, yeah. I, 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 I didn't cry. I, I wasn't, but I, I can understand the emotions coming from you. Uh, don't judge me before I start playing Christmas shoes again. <laughs> Get back in there, tear. <laughs> you know, you're like Toxic one of those. masculinity, they, be like. Exactly. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to call it, yeah. But um, I remember seeing the trailer for this film. Uh-huh. And it was like, from the crazy mind of George Miller. Because he directed, his last film was Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Which I would say is a, it's a pretty crazy film. It's a little mad. Mm-hmm. If, you, if I don't say so myself. Actually, it was like one of the best action films I've seen. <laughs> like, it's actually awesome. Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron. Yeah, like, they're just like, oh, they're, they're so cool. Yep. So I'm like, oh, what's his next film going to be? And uh, I heard talks about the sequel Mad. to Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. And things happen. Warner Brothers, you know them. They're like, nope, you're not going to make a sequel. And George is like, what? Is like, can I do a spinoff? Furiosa? And yeah. they're like, okay, sure. And then, you know, production was halted, halted. Uh, fun fact, though, Furiosa. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy is going to play Furiosa, the young version. It's going to be a prequel. Which, honestly, I like her as an actress, so I'm down. She's do going to work with George Miller. Like, I like her as an actress, too, but hmm. what? Does she look anything like Charlize Theron? Uh, they'll shave her head. Okay, I'm talking about like her work. face. They'll make it. Okay, okay does, you know does Tom you Hardy know look like Mel Gibson? No. They make it work. Yeah, that's true. You're, so, you're anyways, right. you're right. So, back George to Miller's George Miller's great yeah, great filmmaker. So they were like from the mastermind of George Miller, and then they show various clips of the movie, 
and I was like, wow, this looks like really good. Mm-hmm. This looks very creative. And uh, it marketed itself as, like, the most chaotic George Miller film he's ever directed. You're talking about 3,000 years, right? Exactly. When in reality, after, like, taking it in, it's probably his most, like, like most mellow. Yeah, it was a very... Yeah. It kind of, like, when you hear the plot, if I... Mm-hmm. Let me read you read to you what the plot is on... A, or what the uh, gist of it is yeah, according to gist. Wikipedia. Don't read the whole... Elba stars as Jin, who is freed mm-hmm. by a professor and recounts his life to her. Yeah. It just sounds... That's it. Yeah, that's all it is. It's, it's, it's just stories. Which, but but people were like talking about this, and speaking of everything everywhere, people are like, "Oh, I expected like everything everywhere, like just how the trailers were shown." And it's like, well, it's not really. It's more characters telling stories and the impact that it has on them. Yeah, and it's like, damn, I kind of I can kind of relate to that because you know, as a as a filmmaker and you know, a passion <laughs> for movies, I like when. People are very like it's deep in their core, their memories yeah. of these stories, yeah. and it makes them who they are as people in a positive light, reminiscing. And it's kind of it's similar but not similar. But I kind of mm-hmm. got the vibe of uh, you know the movie Tale of Tales, Salma Hayek. Oh no, I've not heard of that film. It's kind of just like the way I saw it when I was watching this movie. It's like yeah. he tells these three uh, stories of like three different like uh, situations he was in, which. You know, we know at this point that I can never remember plots of films, so I'll let you go through the plot. <laughs> but um, yeah. he tells, like, the story, and it all, to me, kind of felt like different movies almost. Like, I was seeing yeah. a different, like, short story being told visually, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like what Tale of Tales is. It's like these multiple okay. stories, but at the end of the movie, it all comes together. It does all come together. Like, kind of like, then Nick Fury shows up, and, you know, he uh, starts the uh, Avengers Initiative. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. What, a, what a classic. But, uh, Nevis, yes. would you like to describe the plot of this film to our viewers? It's it's pretty spoiler simple. Alert. It's not like oh yeah, spoiler alert to people. Yeah. You know what the sad thing about this before I get into spoilers? What? Is um there was only like three people in the movie theater when I saw yeah. this. Yeah. So to actually, let's let's, on a, that. let's acknowledge that. I'm looking that. at the uh, at the Wikipedia because <coughs> when Nevis told me that the theater was packed, I was like, dude, there was nobody in my theater. No, the the story behind it <laughs> was I went to a movie theater like uh-huh. on Monday mm-hmm. in like the evening. What theater? Uh, Courtney Park, okay. that one. So I walked in and it was packed with people. And I yeah. was like, "Oh, for a Monday evening?" I was like, "Okay." So I got to get my ticket and stuff, and I walked in the theater. There was like three people. Yeah. Little did I know there were five Bollywood movies showing at the same time. So yeah, a bunch of families were watching those films instead of Three Thousand Years of London. Well, <laughs> I'm assuming it's because you know it's those <laughs> films are much more uh, like bigger. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it was just. It was just. I love sh- try watching Nevis trying to explain Bollywood movies <laughs> as a man who's probably seen one Bollywood movie. Toilet Ekbenkata. <laughs> Ekbenkata. Oh, I butchered that. <laughs> oh, shut up, Josh. <laughs> hey, I'm West Indian. Leave me alone, comments. Okay. But uh, yeah. go after this guy, though. Yeah, go after me. I'm an easy target. So um. Three thousand years. So along. yeah, there's nobody w- was in your theater. No, nope. I was. I just you know I always have a Wikipedia tab open whenever we talk about movies. Oh, did you check the box office? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know. what do you think the box office? Or do you know it? I I was like, as the film movie was done, the credits were rolling. I was like, yeah, this probably didn't make Top Gun Maverick money. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just my thought process. I was like, this probably didn't make like seven hundred domestic. No, it. Uh, the budget was sixty million dollars. Holy! And the uh, box office was nine point three million. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that's oh, like. Do it. That's oh like my a f- goodness! That's like a fra- That's like Northman w- did better than that. Yeah. Well, I I hope that our video encourages others to watch this movie. Yeah, because it came out. When did it come out? It came out a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh wait, that's Australia. Yeah. This. In the United States, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, you can still watch it in theaters, right? Yeah, you can watch it right now if you wanted to. Get yeah. a ticket. Guaranteed go you'll find a, a seat. right now. Press, will, press pause and go you, watch it right you now. You'll find a seat and you will enjoy this I better film. see this fucking Wikipedia box office number increase right now. Josh, be like 3.94 million. <laughs> reload, yes. reload, 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 reload. We did good. <laughs> we did good for the... <laughs> they broke even, yes. They broke even. <laughs> Finally. So, but, um, the synopsis of this film, okay. it starts off with um, Tilda Swinton plays an author. I think you said yeah. her name already. And she's just doing lectures about why stories are important to people and brings up mythology. And, of course, when you bring up mythology, it's like the modern equivalent is superheroes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then she gets these visions, these various visions of, um, I think it was one specific figure. And then I think she passes out or she gets she becomes unconscious. And she's like, you know what? I, I just need time for myself. Mm-hmm. So before going to the hotel, she goes to a gift shop and finds a bottle. Uh, what was it like a small little bottle? Yeah, the um, honestly, that was my least favorite part about this movie was yeah. just the uh, the narrative tool of I found it in a gift shop. That's where everybody finds everything. Yeah. And how often in real life have have you you <laughs> and me how 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 often have we gone to a, a gift shop? Uh, Don't you find it in the thrift store? Huh? Yeah, when you go to vacation. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what You're I talking would do. to a man that has not been on a vacation since he was thirteen. Oh, okay. Well, usually on vacations, Josh, like even Niagara, you go to a gift shop. And I have no life. <sighs> so back to the movie. Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry for that. My guy, you yawn so loud that, or you yawn so strong that I can see your eyes just like tearing up from the yawn. I just noticed that you're. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Josh is a tired puppy, okay? Leave me alone. Uh, Josh the puppy. <laughs> Josh the puppy. <laughs> That's the next t-shirt. Oi, puppy. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Can you move on? <laughs> All right, cut, cut. Let's start over. Welcome uh, oh, no. to the Real Talk no. Podcast. Felipe Neves is a tired puppy. <laughs> Oi, puppy. You said it. Oh, I'm fucking sweating, man. Are you you crying? Oh, man, I'm tearing up, too, man. You made me tear up from that. (laughs) Okay, Um, so we were talking about the plot. Remember we were talking about 3,000 years of longing? Shut up. Yeah, so she gets the bottle. She goes back to the hotel room. From the gift shop. From the gift shop, and she's just, you know, getting ready. And then she's cleaning the bottle, and then out comes the genie, played by Idris Elba. Who was, honestly, he didn't have a beard in this movie, right? He had a goatee. He had a goatee? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm sure. Do you want to do a bet? No, Yo. I'm not a gambling man. You're not a gambling man. Unless I win. Keep going over. Keep going over the. Uh, so thing. the genie's just like, I am the genie. I'm the jinn or the jinn or however you pronounce it. And he's like, I can grant you three wishes. And she's like, Wait, what? Like, I, I, I've heard this story before. I've heard that whenever you do this, that you know somebody gets fucked over. So I'm not gonna do that. And he's like, you know what? I'm, I'll tell you the stories that I've gone through with other people that yeah. have done wishes. Mm-hmm. And he straight up just does that. He tells, uh, yeah. I think, three stories. Yep. He tells three different stories about three different people that were controlling the genie and mm-hmm. telling them <coughs> wishes and stuff. And each one showed their downfall. Yeah. In different ways, of course. And that's when, like, Tilda Swinton heard every story and she takes it all in. And then she's like, you know what? Like... I kind of want to be with you. It seemed like something, it, it's a weird thing, but it's like hearing you tell these stories kind of makes me feel inspired and more like, you know, um, grateful and whatnot. So she, he, her first wish was that. And then 
I would say the second half goes in a different field than I thought it would. Yeah. I was very surprised. <clears throat> I don't know if I like it or not, but I'm, I'm, I'm. You're talking about when he was like with his, him not being able to survive and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That felt very like I did not expect it to go that direction. Did you? No, but you know what? Something, something just clicked for me. What? Remember before we started filming how we were talking about Fairly Odd Parents? <laughs> oh my god! Is this why you were talking about Fairly Odd Parents? Because you kept thinking about Norm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Norm the Genie. <laughs> Norm McDonald. All right, now I'm going to Canada. They've had it too easy for too long. They've had it too. Freaking Norm McDonald. Justin Bieber was born. Was in Norm McDonald was in Fairy Odd Parents, and I still think about that. <laughs> that was amazing. Shiny teeth, Shiny teeth. What if Norm so McDonald was in this movie instead of Idris Elba? That's his way. That's his segue for everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's his segue for everything. I get it. Okay, continue talking. I'm <laughs> sorry, Nemes. <laughs> Why do we sound like an old married couple? Like, <laughs> shut up, Josh. Like, <laughs> including like, no, it's so cute. Let me let me do what I want to do. Like, okay, damn, sorry. Ah, <sighs> so yeah, they're together, so and um, he's uh, dying. He is or dying. Like, is he dying, or is it like he's just sick? I think he's sick. Yeah, part of him sick, and that's when she te- she says her other two wishes. Um, oh, frick, I don't know what those two wishes were, but they impacted her in a way, and mm-hmm. that's it. Like, she doesn't see him anymore. Until the very last shot of it, where he comes back to see her, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, like I'm I'm free now. Yeah, but we can still be friends." And then she kind of has a deeper bond with not only him but her life in general, and that's really cool. I, I related to like Tilda Swinton's character in terms of in being inspired by stories and yeah. being like a create like just like it's weird. It's weird, but I kind of like the moment when she talks about how. Her last hus- her ex-husband was just like, I didn't connect with him because he wanted to do more stuff mm-hmm. and didn't think I showed enough emotion when in reality my emotions came from other people's work. And I was like, damn, like, I, I very rarely see characters go talk about that. Just, yeah. you know, very honestly. But yeah, no, this film had that range. The dialogue in this movie, like, like not really like it was an eloquent way of putting things. It's just the I substance. Know. Yeah. It's just beautiful. You ever see a movie like this, let alone a $60 million film, that j- it's just two people talking about different stories of their lives? No, and I fucking love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love when characters just have a moment to just talk and you just get a deeper a deeper view into this thing, into this character that in real life doesn't exist. But yeah. It's it's incredible. Also, back to the uh, goatee thing. He did have a goatee, but this is the thing that struck struck out to me. I've never seen Idris Elba without a mustache. Like he's always either has a full goatee, a beard, or a mustache. Did he have a mustache in the Suicide Squad? I think he had a goatee in the Suicide Squad. Oh, that's probably why. Okay, but in this one, like he doesn't have a mustache; he just has the goatee. He's also in another film, Beast. But I think he has a beard in that. But I'm just saying, like it looks like because I'm looking. I'm on the Wikipedia right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the, and I'm looking at the uh, the poster. And I'm like, that really doesn't look like Idris Elba. And I'm like, maybe it's because he doesn't have a beard in this movie. Yeah. Because I've never seen this man's upper lip. Oh, fair enough. He's got, like, the the genie ears, I guess you could say. I don't know. He's got, uh, he got ears and goatee. Yeah. I mean, goatee is kind of like standard wizard thing. That's Every wizard fair. has to have a goatee. Every wizard. Unless you're Harry Potter. Unless you're Harry Potter. But, um... Yeah. Um, <laughs> another part that I really liked was the score. The, the soundtrack. Score, really? I really liked it. Yeah, They're it really was uh, uh, Junkie XL. Tom Holkenberg. Mm-hmm. He uh, he worked on a bunch of films with George Miller, uh, most famously Mad Max Fury Road. Um, he also worked with um, a filmmaker named Zack Snyder. Um, <laughs> <coughs> Who's that? I don't know. It's just some filmmaker that yeah. people talk about. 
Probably, probably not going to get any limelight. Nah, probably not. Um, <laughs> you have fucking but yeah, all no, his movies over there. I have almost all of his movies just staring at me. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, no, I really love the score. I think the one part that stood out to me was uh, the third story with Idris Elba talking about um, the woman uh, talking about, like, I want more. She, I think she wished for more knowledge. Mm-hmm. And during the sequence where it's like no dialogue, it's just Idris Elba, you know, talking, you know, the voiceover and whatnot, but also just her being so, like, interested in life yeah. and just the advancement of technology and, and whatnot or whatever. Like, I think he shows, she shows him, like, that illusion of the image, like, moving around mm-hmm. and it's like an animation or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like, the music really enhances that moment. And that's the one thing that stuck out to me. I watched this, like, a few days ago, but I'm. Uh, those are a few scenes. In oh wait, movies. wait, when did you watch it? Uh, Monday. I watched it on Monday too. No way. Yeah, that was my day off. Like this month. Yeah. Wait, no. Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. That's why I was like, dude, like, I couldn't find any early show times <laughs> for this movie. It's like the earliest show time was six p.m. Yeah. And I was like, I forgot what time mine was at. I could probably find it in my email. Yeah. Well, but no, that's it's awesome. A solid, it's a solid movie. That's it is a solid movie. It's not my favorite George Miller film, but what I like about him as a filmmaker is he has range. He doesn't just do one type of movie. His first film was Mad Max, which was back in the 70s. Yeah. And he made four of them. But while he was doing that, he also directed Happy Feet, a 3D animated kids film. He also directed Babe, A Pig in the City. Is that the one with That'll Do Pig, That'll Do? I think so, yeah. 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 I didn't watch it, but like yeah. talking animal movies have never been my thing. No, I, I know my last episode I was like I'd rather watch uh, Air Buddies, but I really only watched them like in assembly. Oh, Do you guys okay. remember that when we were in when elementary school and you'd all go to the to the, the to the atrium and uh, we'd all have to sit on that hard ass floor cross yeah. like and just watch Air Buddies? Yeah, because for no fucking reason they didn't have chairs. They couldn't even give us the gym cushions. Remember the gym? Like I never had. Oh, you mean on the wall? Yeah, man. Oh yeah. You know why didn't they do that? Ever since elementary school, I was just thinking. They're just on the wall, and we're sitting on the floor. Just give us the mats. Why did they do that? Because I don't know. But no, why would they make us sit in the atrium and just watch movies for no reason at school? Oh, that co- I don't know. Anyways. Uh, waste time. Maybe they just ran out <laughs> of fucking like, We don't have any assignments. No uh, knowledge. Let them watch a movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, George Miller has a great range. Like, I expected him to do another Mad Max film, and then just out of nowhere, he writes and directs this film. He's like, no, nah, I'm doing this. And I'm like, you know what? I like that. I like when filmmakers take different chances on, on different things. Because, like, the thing with other filmmakers, like, a great example is uh, Tarantino and Nolan. Yeah. You know what their films are going to be. Yeah. They don't take, like, drastic changes. Like, do you ever see Nolan making an animated film? <laughs> Let's be honest. You see Christopher Nolan making, let alone a Pixar film. <sighs> Fuck no. Nope. No. Do you see Tarantino making a, a romantic movie. comedy? He could probably do it, honestly, but it would but probably not be. It would probably be like a black comedy act uh, romance with That's like what a I lot mean. of violence. But will he though? Nah. No. Nah. George Miller. I, I, the thing is, he hasn't directed a lot of films, but the films he has, they're all distinct in their own way. That's true. And I like that about you know, it kind of encourages this message of this film, showing like it's not just one story we're telling; it's multiple. And it builds yourself as a person from learning from these and being influenced by them. And I, I know it, I, I might sound like I'm being repetitive, but it, uh, to me it's very important. The preservation Sorry. of film history. It's okay. The uh, Perrier's coming back. It's okay. The ginger ale came back early on. Um, I like how I started off this episode giving him shit for it. And here I am. Yeah, I know. You're like, yeah, let's um, just cut to the B cam every time I burp. 
<laughs> the B cam. Anyways, but yeah, I that it's very important to like preserve not just film, not just art, but like history, everything about it. Yeah. Because we learn from that. Mm-hmm. We learn from it, and we also become better people in taking that in and making new art, making new events in life. You know, it's very inspirational, and I'm glad this film took it in that direction yeah. from this character. Because it might seem like it's small scale, but the message is very like world it's universal yeah it's applicable to a lot of situations exactly yeah. and that's yeah. what a universal message is i love that i think the one issue i'll i guess i'll name an issue i had was i i think the second half could have been paced better mm-hmm. personally I, I i thought the fade out fade in moments were uh yeah very i think that just comes down to the fact that the movie half of it is these or like a large half of it is primarily these stories being told and right. then to switch up from those stories being told to now the actual plot of the movie is kind of jarring yeah for the audience but I mean, I can forgive it because the movie was already so good. Yeah, and like it got me emotional in the theater. Yeah. I didn't cry. What cry was your about favorite it. part? I don't know. It's all good moments. There, yeah, there were. It's really hard to pick one. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd say that. Hmm. It's a good question, yeah. actually. Yeah. I'd say probably the the first conversation between uh, Elba and uh, Swinton yeah. was probably like a pretty good. Like I just really enjoyed like this establishment. Because it's very I don't know, natural. When I watch movies, like I remember when I was a kid, and I would like write these short stories for myself, and I yeah. know my biggest problem with them was like, how do I introduce characters? <laughs> so even in today, I'll yeah. like watch a movie and I'll like take in like that's a good way to introduce characters, because mm-hmm. you know. And so like I was watching, I was like, that's a good way to like establish these characters and everything. Because I would like I'd write these short stories as a kid, yeah, and I'd be like, okay, I have this character. How do I introduce him to the story? This is Bob. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. no, I just liked that. It kind of resonated with me. It's I have no reason the for it. I have no logical reason for it. I just liked it. I kind of relate to that struggle of writing when I was a kid too. Not from introduction to characters, but more just like, yeah, how do I end this now? And I'm like, uh, that's true. They all woke up and it was all a dream. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and and my Harry woke <laughs> up and he was under the staircase again. <laughs> and my five year old mind was just like, I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm like I Shakespeare. <laughs> I'm writing fire, man. I remember the third grade we had to like write short stories, yeah. and the I remember I thought I was like fucking next level when I was like the end dot 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 question mark <laughs> the end or is it? I also never understood the concept of paragraphs. <laughs> oh, paragraphs! So like my yeah. stories would literally just be one gigantic <laughs> long thing, yeah. and I remember I handed it in and I got like a C on it, and it's like paragraphs question mark, and I just remember thinking like, what the fuck is a paragraph? Yeah. I had no idea about, you know, the enter and then, you know, the sentence and everything. I was just like, what do I, huh? It's like, Josh, you just wrote me a seven-page paragraph. You just kept paragraph. writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> what I would do. I literally write, like, a three-page paragraph. Yeah. Enter, enter, the end, dot, 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 question mark. Man, writing's hard. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. I, I mean, I, I do it to suffer. I mean, I sometimes <laughs> write poetry, but, like, that's just for me. It's like poetry, it rhymes, Josh. That's a famous quote yeah. from a uh, filmmaker. Yeah, I think my favorite moment from this movie was um, the moment where, and it, it, it almost got me. I was like, damn, like the way it was told was uh, the third story. I think the third story was my favorite, even Probably. though I love the other two. And it actually kind of, it kind of like reminds me of like, remember in English class, you know, the teacher would always be like, make sure the third pa- body paragraph is the best. Damn, yeah, I got that, that too. That third body, that third fucking story was, mm, yeah, that one was. Mm. The way it ended too, where she's like, I wish I never knew you and stuff. And then boom, like just complete regret. I'm like, damn. That was the one that I. I uh, that was the line that got me. That kind of got me too, because it's just like, 
all the other stories, like even like what was it the 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 woman where she just wished him to be in the back in the bottle and stuff like that. That yeah. to me was like, oh wow, that sucks for this moment. <laughs> yeah. You know, like oh that sucked. This, but that was the one moment that I was like, oh shit, like yeah, being a genie kind of sucks. You know, being trapped in in a bottle. The way he described it too. Remember how she was like, so what's it like being in a bottle for two thousand years? Like. I pray to all the gods, yeah. and then I forget, and then I go insane. Then I pray to stay in the bottle. Then I rinse and repeat. I'm like, oh, damn. That's – damn. I can't relate. Imagine, like, praying to – I saw it, too. Don't Yeah, worry. no, I just, like, blanked out for a second. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like, I just, that, the end of that third story is, like – that's how I knew I really liked this movie. That's going to be, like – it's definitely one of my top ten movies I watched th- this year. And it also kind of impacted in terms of why these stories are told. It's just, like – well then, what happened after that is like I don't know. I was trapped in the bottle. Yeah. We don't know where what where she's at now. We don't know where the king's at now. Where do, we don't know where any of these people are at now. Like no, you hear stories from them, but it's just like yeah, you didn't see it visually. It's just that's what he saw. Yeah. And that's how it ends. Story's got to end at some point, and that's what I find. I'm getting emotional just thinking about it, man. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry. Sorry, I had to go depression era, but like. No, man, it's okay. That's that's the both uh, the beauty and the the tragedy of stories is like, you kind of have to end it at some point. Like what I said about Tilda Swin's character, I related to. It's like I do, a lot more than I thought I would, and the way it ends, it's just like <clears throat> part of me wants to see more of their story, but another yeah. part's just like, well, that defeats the purpose of their message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. But no, it was a fucking, it was a love, great movie. Love George Miller, man. Yeah. No, he really honestly. hit it out of the park. I'm glad to see a movie from him in theaters. I never yeah. got to see Mad Max Fury Road really? in theaters. I was like 15. True. I got to see it on at home, but still. Yeah. I was never really big into Mad Max. That's the thing. So yeah. It's like, I know that you really want to do a Mad Max episode. Oh, so it's yeah, like, man. I, I have to watch the other ones, but I was like, I probably just, I'm just going to watch Fury Road in this. You didn't, didn't like, you weren't uh, interested in Mad Max. You hated Happy Feet. This is probably like the only George Miller film you're gonna yeah. watch from it. Well, no, I like Tom Hardy. <laughs> okay, I like Tom Hardy. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It well, is what it is. The movie was great. The movie was great. Hope honestly. more people see it, Absolutely. even if it's not theaters. I hope you at least rent it, stream it, like rate it, rate it. <sighs> probably a six or seven out of ten. I yeah. still want to watch it again. Six and a half for me. Six and a half. There but you that go. Fir- that third story really tens good. across the board. Yeah, same. Yeah. Loved that one it. had that one reminded me of when I watched Swan Song. Like I remember watching Swan Song, and I was on my bed like when the movie ended. And I was like, tears I, just pouring I, out. I of still my gotta face. watch it, but you know, I'm Niagara Falls. Yeah, know. Niagara Falls are tears, super tears. Gotta, man, gotta pick a time for that one. Yeah. But no, I fucking I really like this movie, and I'm glad you put it on to me. So yeah. that's why I like this guy. Hey, <laughs> we like movies. We try to watch something that's different, and that's yeah. not like the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch something more exciting next time because I feel like this, these la- these first two episodes have been a little bit too like introspective. Yeah, we need to be able to get a little wacky because that's not what this. You know, we we, we like a little to get bit wacky quirky, too. a little wacky, quirky. Never mind. Yeah, that's what, what I thought. Th- okay, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Feel free to leave like us like us. <laughs> what did you think of Three Thousand Years of Longer? Yeah, did if you, you have it? seen it, and if you haven't, we are you going to watch it? it? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to? Let yeah. us know in the comments. Yeah. Did we uh, persuade you otherwise? Other than that, uh, don't forget to leave a like, share, and subscribe. Check out our Instagram for our shorter clips, and check out our Patreon if you want to support the channel. Yeah. And with all that being said, we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace out. Bye.